I'm recording right now. So. Okay. Because we're going to get all this as B-roll because we're going to fuck it up pretty bad. Yeah. All right. It's like press D. Keep the mic in front of your lips. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so anyway, <clears throat> um, to kind of address what you talked about when you walked in here, I have no format. I have no strategy. <laughs> so <laughs> Let's wing it. Yeah. So, new toy. couple things first. Um, so, I've got a sound pad on here. So, let's see. The sound pad is that guy. And check this out. Got triggers, right? Those that's that one's predictable. And we're back, right? Yeah. There we go. Now I I don't like that one. Pretty cheesy. Dumb. That's for soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's another like gong show. Getting better. A little hip hop. Here we go. No, th these last three are predictable. I agree. Right now, now we got that one ready to go, and this is one of the longer ones too. I haven't, I haven't figured out how to stop it though. When it does that, until it's over, I think. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so that's going to be primarily safe for Mike Cornelius who's going to be listening to this pilot episode. So, sorry, Mike. <laughs> See, there we go. Yeah. So, we still have... So, these are like the the sound bank. We have 36 choices. So, okay. this, is, uh, this is a socialist podcast in so much that everybody has an opinion. <laughs> and we'll build this out. So, we have 18 more to fill. And I messed around with it today. <clears throat> and I put my nine-year-old in the headphones with the mic. I said, I need a beat. I need something. Give me something to fill. And he gave me this one. Right? Now, what I told him to do was go boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. It's, it's like hip-hop rap 101. Boots and yeah. cats. He learned that from Scrub. And this is his version. Yeah, not good. But we'll save it. <laughs> yeah. So first things first, um, we've been talking uh, about a podcast for a while. Um, I think I think I mentioned it, and then Zach was like, "Hell yeah!" Because I think he listens to more podcasts than he does his family. That's probably true. Again, press press uh, defense, Mike, a little closer to the mouth there, Jared. Got it. <laughs> We keep that up. All right. So the idea was, um, after us standing around countless soccer fields talking shit, figured this is crazy to not put this on tape, right? Because the things we talk about are enlightening, informative, educational. Agreed. Agreed. Um, stupid. Um, childish at times. Emotional. Emotional. Uh, so why not give it to the world, right? And the name was seemed pretty obvious to me. It's some form of soccer dad podcast, right? 
a little too cheesy. Uh, but that's okay, though. Um, to the point. Well, so I've been messing around with it, and I think that we do the, all caps, Soccer Dad Pod. The Soccer Dad Pod. And if you say it really fast, it's like the Soccer Dad Bod. <laughs> Which elicits a whole other uh, bad images. <laughs> so we're starting there. So this is pilot. Uh, this is not episode one. We probably will screw this up for, you know, for a while. So we might have multiple pilots until we figure out how to do it right. Um, Trial and error. Yeah, and you know, like I said a second ago, when you walked in, um, format-wise, let's treat it like our soccer lives. You know, with kids, where we start off completely unorganized in pee wee, hoping that they chase the ball and don't pick daisies, and we'll just treat the podcast accordingly. We'll yeah. grow. Yeah. So year year one episode, season one, season one. We'll call season one pee wee. Pee wee. Okay. You cool with that? Yeah, I'm I'm excellent with that. I was hoping Shower would be here today because I know he's a big Liverpool fan. And <laughs> I was just thinking ways to get at him because he's a Liverpool guy. And um, I did hear that there was a gentleman found dead. Liverpool police found him. Um, he had a Liverpool jersey on. He had women's underwear on. He had uh, fishnet stockings. The police decided to take the Liverpool jersey off of his person to save any more embarrassment for his family. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) And if and when Brian listens to this, he's already, like, taking notes. He's probably Googling... Chelsea jokes or something like that, right? <laughs> uh, and we've gotten way out ahead of ourselves, too, because we haven't even introduced ourselves. Yeah. <clears throat> My name is J.B. Anderson, a.k.a. Beckett's dad, um, because at this point, as a founding member of the Soccer Dad Pod, we really don't have identity. <laughs> we, we are our children's Uber uh, providers. Um, and when people look at us, you know, it's like, oh, you're you're Keller's dad, you're Beckett's dad. Yeah, well said. Um, and guest one co-host for the day, who will be back often. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is uh, Jared Bertrand, aka Drew's dad. Um, <laughs> also, fellow Uber stock holder, Uber employee. Um, I only have one customer. He keeps me very busy. Birdie. That's the other thing. Yeah. Nickname. And his nickname is Birdie. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's interesting because, you know, we, we all, um, you know, a, a, a small group of us played soccer, you know, way back. So the whole uh, title, moniker of Soccer Dad is, is really kind of partially intended to insult, <laughs> to, to make fun of. Um, and as experts players it's funny whenever i hear hey you're a soccer dad or hey there's a soccer dad there's immediate connotations that come to mind and uh the older i get i kind of fall into it i'm cool with it like i'm okay with it like i got got no problem being 
well, my kids would say has been. Yeah. <laughs> Did do. Yep. <laughs> no longer. Can't do. If you talk to him about any portion of the game, it's you have no idea what you're talking about. No, no, because they have FIFA. Yeah. And I don't play Xbox. Yeah. Now, Zach is apparently an Xbox freak. Like, that's how he bonds with Grady after they deal with soccer all day. They go home and get Xbox battles on FIFA, and apparently that's therapy. I wouldn't do that, though. I... I, I, I can't control the guy good enough. <laughs> no. So I'm a sore loser. <laughs> well, I, all I do is figure out how do you slide and then just do that over and over and over again. <laughs> and you have six yellow cards and yeah. first six slides. Yeah, my my nine-year-old is like, Dad, it's 13-2, go upstairs. You know, and, and he purposely gave me two. So, yeah, so anyway, um, I, I, I think... Where I where I'm envisioning this whole series potential going is is really kind of a hodgepodge because we do live uh, the majority of our lives vicariously at this point through our kids uh, due to primarily the things they're doing on the soccer field. But so much time is spent on the sideline, we inevitably get to know each other, everybody's families, uh, careers, interests, politics, likes. Etc. So it just made sense to me to create a format where we could take the nuance and have some fun with it. Yeah, I mean it's an excellent idea. Um, I don't know that there is a more opinionated group in the world than soccer dad, and then where's your sound, uh, soccer mom? Uh, let's see here. That one is. Give me a second. New toy. <laughs> And here's to the lame joke. Right. See, I mean, that that's like, and for those of you listening, clearly you can't see, we are definitely not wearing New Balance shoes. So this cheese is, is natural. So <laughs> Come by it honest. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, one other thing I forgot to mention, and we'll get this down over time. Um, the strategy I have as far as where and when we do this thing, because obviously we live downtown with the boys training four days, five days a week. Um, we really couldn't be in a better place to actually take advantage of the neighborhoods and the craft breweries in particular that I'm sure will be glad to host until they won't be happy to see us. <laughs> so, so for this pilot episode, we would like to uh, toss a little shout out to Well Spent here on Olive. Um, you know, I dig this place. We started, actually, the first time I came here was when training first moved down here, and Zach was the one that recommended it. And their beer's good. Uh, the it's, pills is delicious. Yeah. Uh, did you get the, which one did you get? Like Keller pills, maybe? I did too, and I did it kind of like as a homer because that is my oldest name. Yeah. So for the Soccer Dad pod, I'm like, how can I not drink? Keller Pills. Keller Pills. Yeah. Uh, great beer. Um, and the little secret weapon here, too, we stumbled upon is they don't they don't have a kitchen. They have a steamer. But they have a partnership with the Tamale Man. Oh. So inside, at this point, any day of the week, they're open. $3. Three, I think they're 3 bucks a piece for two. Is a pork tamale or a veggie tamale. So, I mean. What else do you need? No. 
yellow beer, cold and good. Doesn't have... Not too hoppy. No, there's no pomegranate or lavender in this thing. It tastes like beer. Yep. Uh, and tamales. And from here, what would you say? What are we, about a three iron to the fields? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, Zach, uh, three three irons. <laughs> right. <laughs> Left, right, center. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll just make our rounds because here we're well spent. Um, we have Urban Chestnut around the corner, their original location on Washington. You have Schlafly, clearly, that is going to be the uber winner of the uh, City SC stakes with their location next to the stadium. Yeah. Um, and you, five minute drive from anywhere, we, we got Modern Brewing, we've got uh, uh, what's the cider? There's the cider house that's down, down here as well. Um, Oh, I don't know. We're also going to have um, uh, offshoot from the breweries, which will certainly hit all those. But, um, you know, depending on how long this lasts, hopefully for a long time, we'll have the new 400-seat soccer bar um, yep. adjacent to the stadium entrance uh, on the, what is that, the southwest corner of Union Station? Yeah, it's where the um, the merch. Yeah. It's going to be the merch house. Yeah, I was looking at that, too, because they've got uh, – espresso machines and everything going in there um it's gonna be a great place for us to camp out too during training <clears throat> keep it local um definitely want to open this up to guests too so as we progress through here not only will we rotate through a lot of the parents fan family members that we know that we see all the time uh but think about people that we can have down or we can dial in. Now, I haven't figured out how to do it, and we'll try it in a second here, but apparently there's a way we can call people and literally just do what we're doing with them on the phone so they don't have to miss the podcast. So we're at halftime when we get a refill of our vest sodas and orange slices, we'll call Zach and in the second half see if that works. Cool? Yeah, that's a great idea. So a couple other things. Uh, that you know, In my mind today, I was thinking that we should definitely – tend to address discuss theme music you know because it, it sets it sets the tone fires you up it does you know it, uh you know from movies through tv and shows sitcoms in particular remember you were you were a kid in the 90s right yeah. uh fresh uh, prince of bel-air fresh prince uh anything on thursday night all the music from cheers night court etc all, all those songs are great so I was, you know, it, uh, to me, being a lover of music in the music industry to a degree, this is very important to me. So what we have here, we're going to test it a little bit. We're going to play a little game briefly. I'm going to open up Spotify. I'm going to toss out the first song and play a little bit of it. And let's get a little gut response here. Like, sounds like a good intro song. Okay. Sounds like a great, you know, let's let's wrap it up. So, let me see here. I was listening today because my kids make me listen to cool stuff that I wouldn't otherwise because I'm old. And I thought you'd be at the Who concert tonight. Can't believe you made time for this. No, I'm, I I have a thing. You see, that's a great topic. Like legacy bands. Yep. Uh, classic rock legacy bands. Uh, I won't do it. I won't do it. I don't know that I can go to anybody over seventy. 
Which is basically all of them. And I went to Elton John and Billy Joel this year. Elton John's like 90. <laughs> yeah. And they both rocked. And he's, Steven Tyler's still rocking. And he's doing duets with Do horrible Lippa? people like <laughs> of good songs. He's taking the greatest songs ever that he co-wrote, and he's ruining them for a generation that doesn't give a shit. That's weird to me. So here's, here's the first tune. Play a little bit of it. Get a little vibe. Ready? Here we go. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to turn this up. Uh-huh. Right? Kind of like walking out of the uh, tunnel, right? It's a little soccer vibe. Right? And then you know what we're doing? here we are. Faded down. And we're back, right? It's got a little. It's got a little pop to it. Yeah. Here, you know, it, it's your, it's your. What's it called in baseball? I'm, I'm a total nerd. What's this? Your walk-up song, whatever. Yeah, just your walk-up song, yeah. man. Yeah. We need a walk-up song. I would help if I turned the volume up. Sorry about that. All right. You're going after the kids, aren't you? Well, it's better than I believe I can fly from R. Kelly, I guess. Yeah, this one might be a little expensive to get though, because if we really do end up doing well with this, we're probably gonna have to pay some money to somebody to use their music. So, moving on. Yeah, let me see here. Another one that I was thinking of, um, which would be very expensive, but let me see here. Here we go. Right. A little KC classic. You know, I, just, I, I just put the pig sticker on my refrigerator, on my beer fridge. The, the stickers were they were on my uh, to do list to talk about today, because your wife snagged one from here. Yeah, and it looks great. Right, it's great. But this this track here kind of makes you want to go fight somebody in a good way. It does fire me up in a modern way. It does fire me up. You know, remember tying tying your copas back in the day, and you have a ghetto blaster in the room. Going underneath the spikes and then on top of the tongue. Yep, then you have to down. tape it down a little bit. Ooh. Right? Little yell, little uh, you know, just after you get them just broke in, they're a little yellow on the bottom. There you go. Your turn. Find, find the next one. We'll play a few so that whenever Zach listens to this, he can toss some votes and suggestions. Well, if, if Zach's going to listen... Um, I mean, I need to I need to touch a chord, if you will. See, I can't hear this and not think of old boy with the Sunny D cruising <laughs> around skateboarding, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yep, I do. Okay, let's the, turn the, it up. Uh, the internet sensation during COVID. Yeah. The TikTok sensation. Yeah, he did not look like a Fleetwood Mac fan. No, he didn't. But he looked happy. But really, who isn't a Fleetwood Mac fan? I don't. There are people that say they're not, but they really are. Oh, is it raining a little bit? I don't believe it is. Uh, you know, this happens to be, I think, uh, old Zachary's second favorite band. Really? Who's his first favorite? Uh, are you embarrassed to say? No, because it's 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 iconic. I mean, it fits them perfect. The music is great. Um, Queen. Queen? Yeah, well, you know. Uh, perfect balance of rock and roll and theater. Yep. I get it. Beautiful voice. Yeah. All right. So there's a few options. 
The other one, there was a couple that I was like, you know, we can go after the, uh, oh, where is it? Uh, here it is. Right? This is... Um, totally cliche. After soccer <laughs> in college and later on having adult beverages at the night spot. Yes. In the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Right. No, for sure. That was It was that time. It was Moby, Daft Punk. You know, it was a, a little Euro influence. Yeah. One more time. Oasis was uh, still relevant. Uh, unique time. So, any point being, we have choices. Oh, but again, being a homer, tell me what you think of this one. Let me see here, real quick. All right. Love the beat. Let's see where it goes. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my soul. What do you think? I like it. I like the beat. I like the beat. I think uh, we potentially. Um, I liked when you when you put on ACDC and, 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 and you wanted to quote unquote fire us up a little bit. Yeah. You know, let's get fired up. Yeah. This is this, this is me just tropical. This is just me being a helicopter dad. This is this is Keller. This is my son. So he's got three tracks out. This one is his like he want he, he quote I want an '80s kind of synth pop song, Dad. I'm like, why? He goes, because of Stranger Things. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, okay, brilliant. I was thinking Miami Vice, but he's like, huh? And he just kind of stares at me. So, so yeah. So there's that one. Anyway, we can uh, we can revisit that. We'll 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 take suggestions from the caller line, which is also everybody that's listening. To this or only people that know me. Text me suggestions. That'd be awesome. Text Jared. Um, let's get some ideas going here. Uh, but we are definitely approaching halftime here, and this ref is like, these kids are losers, so we're going to give him a break. We're going to make sure it's not raining, and we're going to get refills on our beers. Peace. So I have an idea. Why don't you move uh, 58 minutes away from civilization so you can drive even farther every day to work? Well, when I'm 58 minutes away from civilization, there's no civilization. There, so it's kind of a balance. There's a balance to that. Dana, uh, Jared Bertrand, buddy, uh, fellow soccer dad, is on the microphone now with headphones. So you're my you're my beta. You're my uh, guinea pig. Say hello. Okay. Dana, how are you, sir? Hello. How are you? Um, excellent. And you you talked about 58 minutes away from civilization. I live in Wentzville, so. Oh yeah. So I am at least fifty minutes away from this civilization. Well, I, I've been to. I've never been to where my brother lives. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I, I've been past where he lives, and I can tell you that Wentzville is Manhattan compared to Maple Grove, Illinois. Really? Okay. I would agree with that, and I've only been to Wentzville once. <clears throat> Why were you there? Here's what's odd. Here's a strange thing. Uh, the guy whose farm where I stay, he's dating a girl from Winsville. And so Matt? he lives 50 minutes away east, and he goes 50 minutes past west to be able to see his girl. Yeah. That is, that's miserable. Isn't that insane? 
Well, well, he's a farmer. No, he's not a farmer. Tell tell him what he does, yeah. Dana. He's a he's a gentleman farmer. I will give him that. He does grow crops and he has chickens and goats and sheep and chick and guineas and turkeys and ducks. So that's farmer enough. There's 22 acres. Is his name Old McDonald? No, but he works at Conoco Phillips. Okay. So well, like, yeah, but but t- t- tell him tell him tell him the best thing about the guy. Oh, he's a nude farmer. He's a nudist. That's not the best thing about him, but that's the one that everybody seems to focus on. It's the only thing I laugh about. It's like Elysium. So you live at Elysium. I don't know what Elysium is. Oh, it's a great Paul Rudd movie. You need to watch it. It's delicious. It is hilarious. Hey, Dana, I'm going to try something real quick here. Hold on a second. Let's see if this works. Okay. Can you hear that? No. I don't know what you're doing, so I'm just going to say no. You can't hear anything different. Well, just so you know, we can hear it. What I'm doing, since we've been just debating uh, intro music, so I decided to play one of your tunes as a little buffer here to, to test introduce you. You're on a pilot. You're not actually on an episode, so you don't get paid for this, by the way. Well, that's usually how it works with you, so I didn't expect anything. Well, you're blood. <laughs> you're blood. I'm you're, aware. You know? I'm aware. I, 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 I believe that I was uh, always pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today, brother, as well. So. Yeah? No, that's fine. All right. Since you're trying to bust my balls, I'm going to turn your music off. Wasn't that good anyway. <laughs> All right. So here, here's here's the concept. Uh, you obviously, you grew up in the station wagons with me, uh, with Ryan, uh, mom and dad driving us all over the Midwest to go see uh, what was usually not very competitive soccer games in cornfields somewhere. Um, right. So th- the idea was we as parents with uh, Beckett and Jared's son, Birdie, Drew, um, we sen- spend an insane amount of time around each other at these practices and and we talk a lot of shit about a lot of stuff so it was like you know being the capitalist i am like why don't we put this on a a podcast podcast. (laughs) literally the definition of a podcast yeah so so what, what 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 i'm trying to fish out of you here is i just gave you the basic premise we've been we've been discussing potential uh walk up songs intro songs from Hell's Bells to Daft Punk to uh, not Dana Anderson. Um, Right. (laughs) uh, Give me some ideas and things that you as a forced soccer fan in your life, uh, what would you potentially, like if you were on a desert island and you had to listen, what would you want us to talk about? Um. (laughs) Cyanide? On a desert island? Yeah, where, where? I mean, well, no, just on your daily commute from Maple Grove, Illinois. I mean, you, you're in the middle of nowhere. What would you, what, you know, if, what kind of topic would make you pause and see how... Pay a little more attention. What's that? And pay a little more attention? Yeah. I don't know. I'm always, I'm drawn to the stories behind the creation of art, like uh, the whys and hows people... Uh, come up with 
whatever it is they've made that they're recognized for. Do you really so need it me? Would be the same, it would be the same for, like, I would want to know, like, the behind the scenes on, like, why somebody chose to be a professional soccer player and what they think, like, the steps or, like, the mindset that was necessary for them to get there and, like, what they felt was sacrifice and what they felt was, like, gain. What it took. So more the, yeah, like, the behind the scenes on anything uh, that somebody considers, like, their creation, their life, right? Passion. That's what I'm... That's what, yeah, passion. That's what I'm interested in. So you didn't figure that out living with me for 18 years? What the, Jesus. I mean, you learn from, you learn from people in two ways. From you mistakes. learn by admiring them or learning what not to do. So I learned a lot. So, yeah. Well, all right. So let, let's talk a little bit about you, though. You, you are our first call-in guest. Um, okay. You are 13 months my junior. Um, obviously, we grew up together in Granite City. You, uh, from a sports standpoint as a kid, you thrived at? What did you prefer? This, you tell your story. Is this story. a question or are you going to tell me? No, you're you're the storyteller. I'm just kind of teeing it up for you a little bit. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> I, I didn't thrive at any sport. I, uh, I was there for the pizza party afterwards. Like that was my whole thing. It was a social gathering, and it was what everybody else seemed to be doing. And I really didn't care if we won or lost. And I just enjoyed it as much as I could and was more about hanging out with friends. And uh, the activity was secondary for me. I never really – I was never competitive. Well, so it wasn't that – it wasn't like win or loss for me. It was never an issue. How did your soccer dad treat you? It, with that, um, uh, how do I say it? With with, with that um, approach, Luck. he was very laid back, and he was there as a dad first, uh, and uh, <laughs> he was so he was fine with it. Like he actually, I mean, <laughs> you could tell when there was a little bit of disappointment in the result, whenever it was a bad game or there wasn't the effort or there was a a lack of interest. But overall, he net he tried not to let that show because he knew it was exactly why I was there a social event for a kid for them to spend time with their friends and try to have fun at absolutely winning was winning was secondary to all that. So he knew it and he was, and he was a good coach because of it. And I saw other, I had other coaches that were more about the win and there's something in that too. I'm not saying that's a negative. I'm saying it's just a different approach as to how to use sports as a practice for as an interaction in life. Well, in, right? in to yeah, in to interject, it's like we 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 learned the truth years later uh, because there, there were the, there were three boys. Uh, I was the oldest. Dana was second, thirteen months behind, and then Ryan, our youngest, was twenty-two months behind. It, he recently passed away, so there's two of us. So it's like a lot of this circling background for me has been really therapeutic thinking about how they raised us the way they raised us and I've been thinking a lot about you know my dad was he was my coach for like one year but he was really Dana and Ryan's coaches for a lot longer um, but in hindsight years later my mom was telling us a story one time about 
the soccer fields and you know how involved we were and dad was always forced to coach or asked to coach um and really was in the story is he was forced to coach she told him when we were all old enough to basically walk and enroll in sports that you did this to me get out of the house somehow <laughs> so so he was he was uh uh you know what's that called drafted yeah he was that's dra- where the four of you guys landed yeah, you know, every Saturday and Sunday, it was funny because, you know, so many times uh, the, the, one of the areas of conversation is always like, oh, were you uh, raised Catholic, Baptist, whatever? And we're like, no, we were raised on a soccer field. Yeah. You know, every Sunday morning was get out of the house, go there. We have no idea, you know, and, and in hindsight, and Dana will probably concur here, I have no idea what my mom did on weekends. She would show up eventually, occasionally to games. She was definitely not at every game. But in hindsight, there were thousands of hours of us not there. And I just imagine her sitting on the couch, like, eating pickles and popcorn or whatever. And well, with three boys two years apart, she probably did whatever the hell she wanted to do. Because when you guys were not uh, at a soccer field, she was doing everything for you. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, Dana, what's your recollection, like, do you, you know? Do you feel, in hindsight, that we were basically just kicked out of the house to give her her freedom, or was there actual value intended? I think she deserved it. She had the shop in the house. She was raising three boys. She was PTA mother on, and she was basically working for the school because she didn't like the way she wanted to be involved in our lives. So she spent all of her week uh, raising us managing her business which was exhausting like to me it's an exhausting job standing behind that chair all day trying to put on a smile listening to all the stories and engaging and then doing the the actual work of cutting their hair and perming and all that and then yeah and then us on top of it like feeding us and so if saturday and sunday was her day to take a little time for herself and it was dad's turn to take us to the soccer fields and get us out of the house and and yeah, she she deserved yeah. every minute of free time, like for yeah. herself for those days. So and, and and just to j- just to clarify for you, Jared, and anybody that you know, the two people that might listen, uh, she she was a cosmetologist. She cut hair. Yeah. And really, she she cut a little bit of hair. What she really did, she had all these blue hairs. She it was a, she held church. Set yeah, she did. It was it was set and comb. Yeah. That was it. I mean, they they really. They went there to drink her burnt coffee, sit there, and talk about Granite City politics. Talk. Yeah. yeah. She and was a psychiatrist, like a psychiatrist for those ladies. Like yeah. a and doctor we, therapist. And we had, uh, you know, we, we, we joke, but it's like we had 32 grandmas in our life. Because <laughs> as a kid, <laughs> we, you know, like, they all changed us. They all, they, they knew everything about us. And when we would graduate, be a line of blue hairs ready to give us their $10 checks at graduation. No, so. no it was $2 bills. Yeah. They all had $2 bills for some uh, reason, like man. as a gift. So I got the half dollars. Yeah, See, nice. well, well, we're from Grand City, so I don't know. They melted all that shit down. They, 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 <laughs> Total metal, right? Got rid Plug. of it. So, um, yeah. So, so I, I don't want to keep you, Dana. Where are you off to tonight? What are you doing? Das Vivo for the Gusman and Coyote show. Oh, uh, you're not playing. You're just listening. Yeah, I'm just going to see a show. Ah, 
So real quick, while you're on this recording, t- tell people all your socials. Where can they find you? Where can they listen? Oh. And, and when they do listen, what are they going to hear? If- well, you can find all my music on Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Music, YouTube, uh, under Dana Michael Anderson. I had to add the middle name because whenever I would show up to a place they never had me before, they expected a girl. <laughs> And uh, Facebook, Dana Anderson, or Dana Michael Anderson, either one. And I'm a singer-songwriter, folk, Americana, country, singer-songwriter stuff. And I have uh, three CDs and then a bunch of other material out there as well. If you do a deep dive, especially on YouTube, there's some live stuff. and A demo, five-song EP somewhere on there, I think Bandcamp. Other than that, yeah. One time at Bandcamp. Yeah, at Bandcamp. Well, Danny, thank thanks for being the guinea pig. Uh, hopefully, it worked because I haven't played it back, so it might just be me and Jared talking to dead air in between. If the phone didn't okay. record, and if it didn't record, I'll figure out how it did record, and we'll have to redo this another time. That sounds fine by me. Be safe, Dana. All right, brother. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Thanks, nice man. Nice meeting you as well. We'll talk to you later. Take care. See ya. Well, that works. Well, we think it works. Yeah, I think it works. I'm not sure, but I like I like how that felt. You know, well, it's good to get a um, a a, a um, an opinion, a voice, um, something that okay. So we we've outlined that we're here as families, all different beliefs, all different come from different places, and but we're all kind of the same and actually the same family because we spend so much time together. Yeah, that it's it's nice to get that perspective well it's funny because it's like you know in kind of leading off and trying to figure out where i wanted to go in the conversation with him uh being the soccer dad pod you know he he he, being the age that he was um and because he wasn't really into a lot of other sports he played a lot of other sports he was good at other sports but wasn't he, his passion. No, he, music ended up being his passion. He didn't realize it at the early ages, but he morphed into it. He was he was always the artist. He was drawing, painting, doing all that. And, and frankly, he was the he was the too close in age younger brother that the two of us we battled for eighteen years straight. I mean that that was our life. Um, but he did again uh, referencing the whole soccer dad thing. His dad was a soccer dad. It was my dad. And my dad was a unique individual that, you know, just he did all the things right to put us in a position to respect. It wasn't about the game. It was never about the game. It was about the process. It was about being around friends, building the camaraderie, uh, you, you know, the work ethic, uh, helping stripe fields, helping to go and cut oranges. I mean, we did all that shit. You know, and all the other kids, you know, they roll up and they're not station wagons. We were the station wagon family. And um, we get dropped off and. Yeah. And, and, and I do I do attribute like a lot of my uh, I'll call it success, but I was not like I was never paid to do what I did. It paid for college, but I wasn't paid to do what I did. But going out there, that gave me an extra two, three hours a week of kicking a ball at goals. You know, they had nets on them. Because my dad was the one putting the nets up and I felt privileged, you know, and all that over the years, that's what led to my kind of passion for the game 
and um, I got so many stories that are almost identical. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you, my, my my dad um, comes from the same old. Um, Coached football in California for years. Was never a soccer guy. Fell in love with it when I started playing. We moved here in 82. Um, soccer didn't really exist. He was a football, basketball, baseball guy. I told him I wanted to play soccer. Um, by the time I was in high school, um, my dad was the groundskeeper for our high school. And we had the best field in the city. And he put a lot of passion, what, a lot what, of effort. What city was that? Where it was in O'Fallon. You guys it was grew up in St. Dominic. Okay. And uh, uh, Keevan Sod Farms um, in the late 90s um, had just um, did a good deed and donated. Um, we had a we had a uh, we had a horse pasture for a soccer field probably in the early 90s, and uh, the Keevans. Um, gracious that they are they 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 sodded the field and it was beautiful and uh my dad and another uh teammate of mine a good friend of mine and his dad uh, they did all the mowing they did all the weed eating they did all the patching they did all the striping they did everything and it's it's very similar to to our stories as far as um i didn't realize it um when i was 15 to 18 years old but now i realize how much I should have appreciated that yeah. and, and how awesome it was. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's funny because I, I alluded to um, the learning process in hindsight of why things happened, talking about, you know, my mom. At, at one point she gave him an ultimatum and said, this is what you're going to do. They're going to go play soccer. And, and part of it was like all three could do it. It was very cheap, and it's going to keep you out of the house a long time. And then years later, right around the same time that I figured out that she was really just expatriating us, he was out there, and, and my dad was very, very social, and it was so funny because, you know, I find out he's out there with his buddies, you know, smoking weed and doing all these other things, and because in hindsight, at the time I'm five, six, seven years old, he was still only, he had me at 23, 22, he was very young, so... And I think about myself in my late twenties. I was a shithead. Oh, you know, God. I, I. If they had social media, I'd be just getting out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't know you back then, but I guarantee you would still probably still be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but 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 it's funny. Like you 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 learn more about your parents over time, and you know, unfortunately for Dana and I, we've not only lost my brother, like I mentioned earlier, but we lost my parents in 2014 back to back. Damn it. So in a short period of time, relatively short period of time, you know, because I'm only, I'm only 46. I yeah. turned 47 a little bit. It's too young to lose all that, but these stories mean more now, you know, than whenever I found them. When I found out, I was like, oh, that's cute. That's what it is. And then as all of this starts to disappear, I'm like, you know what? That's, that's what makes us us. And... Uh, no, it's cool. It was, you know, calling Dana was literally an impromptu. I had no idea I was going to, but I wanted to see if it worked. It worked, and he's he's uh, he's a good interview because he's he's an artist. He can talk. He can tell his stories. He writes. He's a phenomenal. Well spoken. He's a phenomenal songwriter. I mean, I, w I would really highly encourage anybody to check his music out. Uh, it's good. Uh, one song in particular that if you do do it, it's called "Tired Old Suit." Uh, it's a great story because it literally is uh, um, this song he wrote 
started writing probably around 15, 16, 17, somewhere in there. Um, and it literally is about a singular black suit that he bought that was intended for uh, a wedding that, that given what happened in our lives, it ended up being the suit for all of those things Ugh. that happened. Rough. And it's a, well, here, you know what? I'm going to test it. I'll edit this out if it doesn't work. But I'm going to play a little bit of it for you because I think you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate it. See, right out of the gate, you can hear, like, the production is... This is recorded here in, here in St. Louis, uh, down at Sawhorse, but... Uh, With the rain boots that's good left on This tired old suit Give you a little bit of it here. And I've grown accustomed to The holes in my shoe Here's, here's a cut. I remember I fell when I bought it brand new. Now the rain puts its good left on this Right? That's a good track. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna scoot it down a little bit. There's a there's this line in particular. All right, this should be close. Because there's certain things that resonate. Here you go. This line right here. Who do you, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, who, 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 that style, or at least that song and that voice, excellent by the way, who, 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 there's some similarities to somebody that's mainstream. Well, I, I don't know, you know, Dana, clearly we are not country folk. No. We, growing up where we grew up, we were more uh, industrial alternative, right? We're... We're a steel town. Yep. Um, now, that being said, we were also a 10-minute chip shot to the horseradish capital of the world and sweet corn. So, so there's a lot of farming around us. But I think that there's a specific sound that is, um, you know, when we grew up, when I grew up in the mid-late 80s, Uncle Tupelo and the Americana alt-country scene was blowing up, where it was, it was edgy. It was, it was clearly not country. It was clearly not rock and roll. It wasn't like... Uh, it was more new wave than outlaw country. Yeah, it, it, you know, outlaw, it didn't have that twang, that edge that outlaw country had, but it had this dirtiness in, in kind of the soul Real. music. Yeah. And, and I think as Dana, uh, growing up as a lover, as a listener of Tupelo and, the, and that genre, it clearly influenced his style from the get-go. But I think what's happened is this, he's lived his life, um, and when we have him back on, he'll probably totally correct everything I say, but um, he lived the songs. Whereas early in his career, he wrote songs that felt Americana, that felt appropriate, 
but this stuff now, you know, like the you know the 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 holes in the suit and all these things, those are real. Those are those were lived experiences in that suit. It stemmed from all the experiences that he had with me and my brother at the time, with you know the death of our parents and funerals and everything else. So when he wrote the song, it wasn't making it up at that point. It was heartfelt. Yeah, so to answer your question as far as what the sound is, I think the sound is, stylistically is he's is just a storyteller. You know, and that that has a Midwest accent that is a blend of steel mill steel mill meets horseradish farm, you know. Whatever that is, that's what it is to me. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's uh it's unique. We're gonna we're gonna take a break here because Jared is uh, down to his last. And I I will I will note that whenever I picked uh, this particular location, uh, I specifically picked it for tonight with you as guest one because it's outside. You can burn them. You're in the wide open. <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna do one more short segment little bit of pop uh there's one video from twitter i saw today that i absolutely have to play for him to listen to and we will attempt to call uh zach lewis on pilot at pilot one thank you let's go all right we're, we're recording again but here's what we're gonna do name that tune by the way it's, it's freddie mercury yeah Freddie Mercury, but I'm not, I'm not. I don't know it. Who wants to live forever? Okay, that's what it is. So we're playing this in honor of our absent friend who's watching youth basketball right now. Um, really young youth basketball, mind you. Yeah. So the score will be like six four. So what we're going to do, we're going to try and call him real quick. I'm going to dial this down a little bit. Because apparently they can't hear. They can't hear the music. They can only hear us talking to them. It's a tech issue above my pay grade. And probably is because both sounds are coming from the phone. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to shoot for Zach. Let's see. Let's see if he answers. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh boy. You got the yes. cough. You you have the cough. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I have I have scaved the cough. You, you have what? Uh, maybe I didn't say it right, but I have. I have not received the cough. Really? To my knowledge, I have not. I'm lost. What are we talking about? Well, um, there was a Lewis cough going around, um, and it was brutal. Oh, And it oh, sounds oh, oh, oh. like Zach may have the cough. On your uh, pineapple trip to yep. Cincinnati. Yep. 
I got. By the way, full disclosure: you're being recorded right now. So sweet. Well, you're gonna get the. Uh, oh, I can hear the other coffer in the back. You guys are. That's I'm gross. not coughing. That's Mandy. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Yeah. I haven't coughed yet. Who's that? You guys are like. <laughs> Who's are you guys that? At, are you guys at Well Spent? Uh, we, we are. are. Nice. Is it well spent? Did I say well being? No, I think you said well spent. I'll have to edit that out. We were we were thanking our hosts, who ah, basically is just us buying their beer out on the patio. Um, yeah. So here's the deal, Zach. You were uh, obviously one of the uh, co-creators, idea makers, uh, and I know that whenever you saw the text today <clears throat> and the photos of all the gear and everything else, you were pissed off that you couldn't be here. Yes. Uh, being a podcast fanatic. So, I made an extra trip on my way to soccer practice tonight to make sure that I bought the right cables and attachments so that we could attempt to dial in, and you were the second dial in. Oh, second. Thank you. Yeah, because if it, if it didn't work, it would be okay if my brother... My brother was the first one, and it worked, so then that allowed us to go ahead and call you. Nice. Well, I feel very privileged and honored. Yeah, so now you can't hear it. Well, let me see here. Yeah, you can't hear that, can you? No, I can't. I, what am I supposed to be hearing? So you can't hear, but just know, on the recording, whenever I put this out, the people will hear Queen, which is, according to Jared, is your favorite band of all time. This is true. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, there you go, man. You get bonus points for knowing his favorite band of all time. <laughs> bonus points. I, I know Zachary really well. <laughs> all right, we killed it because uh, enough theater rock for a minute. Um so, Zach, um, we need your quick uh, preamble to the the Soccer Dad Pod. Um, give us your opinion as to what it is, how it came to be, and what you expect it to grow into. I think the Soccer Dad Podcast idea came out of a necessity for a voice that's underrepresented in the soccer world of St. Louis, which is the voice of the dads and maybe parents in general who get to schlep their kids all over for training, for games, in town, out of town, tournaments, hotels, crappy restaurants, um, and just being able to... And some good restaurants. And some good restaurants, that's true. And just get uh, an opportunity to express uh, how it's you know, actually impacting our lives, not just the lives of the kids that are playing. So that's my my preamble. Okay, well that, said. <clears throat> that was a little cookie cutter. Um, <laughs> okay, I mean, I so, okay, so yeah, no, okay, so let's do it this way, because this will be an explicit podcast. I'll put the warnings out on every single one. Oh, good. Okay, no matter. Good. So, so you just gave us the PG version. I did. Um, now, given the amount of conversations and topics and uh, uh, lobby happy hours and road tripping and everything else, give us the rated R slash NC-17 version of what people can expect from a soccer dad at their worst. I think they're oh, going to get a because I'm rant-filled, oh. opinionated... Uh, unabashed version of what we view as the truth of what we think it should be, meaning how good our kids are compared to every other kid out there. Um, how 
coaches are terribly inadequate and um, unqualified to determine who's good and who's not on the field at any given time and the politics around uh, decisions that are made with these boys. Well, that's awfully uh, political. <laughs> yeah. Which, which... Well, I'm, I'm actually at a CYC game. Um, <laughs> I'm at a church, and so I, I'm trying to be a little respectful. Did you yell at the ref yet? Uh, no. No, there's already been two yellow cards at a U10 CYC game, though. I thought you were at basketball. No, no, no. Soccer. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes this even more appropriate. Yeah, dude. I'm watching. I actually got to watch the uh, first half of a senior night at Lafayette. Um, they played Parkway West and won two one. Uh, final in the last ten seconds to put them up on senior night. Wow! Um, and then, from a quality perspective, not a major drop down to the U ten CYC. If I'm being honest. Well, you, but you you've morphed into a soccer dad snob, though. Absolutely. Uh, 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 check, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, actually, this is probably a, a nice little segue, cool little topic, except, well, Jared, you, you have one, so this, it, you'll get it, but you don't experience that I know about. it. Yeah. You, you'll get it, but you don't experience it directly, and that that is... Um, Different levels? Yeah, because, you know, clearly, our three boys that play on the same team, um, they, they play at an extremely high level, and we are... Force mainly by choice for me. I'm I'm at almost all of it. Right, we see a lot of soccer at a very high level, and then when we have others, uh, children, or we have friends that you know that, that family who might go to game or or they talk about the games. Um, you know, Zach, you you you, you take 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 twenty seconds and. Talk about how how do you how do you temper expectations? How do you how do you treat the game? Having you know watched so much of what Grady has done on on this particular team, how do you transition? And you can't just say, "Well, I love all my kids the same, and it's awesome." But <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> and I do love them all the same, but that has nothing to do with uh, your question. Um, it's it's an interesting. Uh, question because it's something that's a challenge um, for me, especially you know with the high level that we've seen for so long with our 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 boys, um, and then to you know come and watch and try to feign interest um, in glorified playground kickball uh, is difficult, Man, and you know brutal. for me it's just there to support my younger son who's not that interested in, in advancing his soccer career. Um, he enjoys the game, enjoys playing with his friends and that's, that's good enough for me. Um, as long as he's getting out and doing stuff and I'm, I'm fine supporting it, but it is, um, painful to watch. Um, it's kind of like watching access television after, you know, an HBO documentary. Um, well, well let me ask, the same. let me Which ask documentary. <laughs> Let me well, let me ask let me ask a quick question though, it, it, the painful part, because I, yes. I I have my own personal answer in regards to the pain. When you're at the game, 
what exactly is the painful part? Is it the game? Is it the uh, play? Is it the ref? Is it the coaches? Is it what? What is it? What you know? Where's well, your... I'm going to be real specific and, and piss off all the Catholics uh, that listen to this podcast. The CYC League is a well, joke. Hold, hold on a second, though. Are you, are you Catholic? Whoa. Are, no, I'm not. Are, Jared, are I'm you not. Catholic? Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's one Catholic that's listening yeah, so to this podcast. It's So just as an example, <laughs> there are two refs per game. Um, they both handle one sideline and one half. Um, so there's one ref. catty corner to each other. They're catty corner, yep. And, and uh, there, was a, there was a loud goal. Yeah, and usually if, if they're above 12, um, then they're above 60. Um, so there's very little middle ground. Um, and so the quality of, of you know, refing is, is bad enough. But then you've got a, a bunch of kids, again, similar to my son, who, you know, train once a week, um, have no aspirations of doing much beyond that. And so this is more of a rec league soccer. Sure. And so you have a lot of people who are sending their kids out there and they take up space. Um, on the field, and that's great. I'm, I'm happy for them. Um, and again, I don't have the judgment on anything other than they're having a good time. But it's the quality of play in that um, it's about who can kick the farthest a lot. Um, and so you hear a lot of "Ooh, that was a big kick." We're um, talking about American soccer right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm I'm just going to completely interject here. here here's my Go issue. For it. It's the parents. The parents are uh, my it issue. Is. It, it's, yeah. uh, it's kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Yeah. I mean, it, and they think that the louder they cheer, yell, clap, etc., actually is. It, it's like, uh, what's what's that? What's that video game where you like hit a bunch of buttons and it builds up all the power level, and then you hit X and yeah. it, it punches yep. really, really hard. That's that's kind of how I feel when I'm, when I'm sitting anywhere near the sideline. Uh, of a group of parents, um, that's what I feel. Like my head starts to spin, and and I get it. I feel bad. I feel kind of like a douchebag, you know, because it's like they love their kids, they love their friends' kids. They're out there, you know. They brought their, you know, bush lights, McUltras, and underdogs, and they're just having fun. And I should I should like be respectful of them being engaged with their kids because there's plenty of people that don't do things for and yeah. with their kids, right? Yep. But I but I fear that the amount of time that I've spent around the fields and in, in growing with, you know, our boys and those teams, I'm a I'm I'm kind of a bad sack soccer dad. I'm not good at it. I'm terrible well, it, at it. It is it, it is difficult and I think the reason that the three of us have gotten along so well over the last couple of years is because we have a similar affinity uh, for good play. soccer, yeah, and good play. And we get frustrated when we know how it can be done. Well, but even al- even along those lines, like even amongst uh, the, the 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 adults that we surround ourselves with all the time, it's fun when the parents are on cruise control. And what I mean by that is like. You know, letting letting the process run its course. You know, because obviously the kids are getting extremely high level training, playing the best teams in the nation, and and they don't need us to tell them what to do. They they they, they might like to hear the encouragement, but mine don't. 
And <laughs> they don't want to hear you? No. And I, and I have, yeah. I have uh, over the tale of time, I have learned that, um, and each kid is different, you know, five years ago I would get into the car and I would tell my kid this, this, and that, and this, and you did this, and you did that, and you did that, and it just wasn't productive. Um, I'm, yeah, know, I think that's a, that, that would be a whole topic, JB, that uh, for another episode where we could talk just about the different style of being a soccer dad one-on-one with our soccer kid. Because I think we've all have different philosophies on, and it, it, it actually indicates probably a similar philosophy to our parenting well, uh, to a, to a greater extent. But well, I've, I think I, it's, I, I, I do, ha- I do have grandiose ideas like it, as this thing continues to morph and I, you know, here's the thing. I'm extremely unorganized. I don't write any of this down all day long in my head. I'm like, Oh, what are going to be the topics? What are going to be the things and segments and focuses? And you know, you missed the first part. We we're testing this out. We we kicked around some uh, uh, walk-up music. You right? Intro music. Oh yeah. <laughs> Playing a little Spotify, picking songs. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and the one thing that his that, that that popped up just a little while ago is it's not enough for us to be soccer dads talking to other dads and other adults about you know, whatever cool is going on, but we need a kid on here. We need one of our kids on here so that if we say, well, this is what soccer dads do, they can say bullshit. Oh, they, they <laughs> no, would No, you don't. Yeah, no, you'd, you have a very, you'd have a very uh, interesting group of, of thoughts, um, and it would be very eye-opening, I think, for some of the parents. I mean, thankfully, my son's starting to open up and tell me exactly what he thinks about me and exactly what he thinks about my thoughts. Um, so I get, <laughs> I get that every once in a while if I'm lucky. Um, so, d- so does that require you going back to therapy? I've been telling you that <laughs> yes. for five years, dude. <laughs> I've been, I've been trying to correct your thoughts for five years, <laughs> maybe seven. I think it's going the other way around though. I, I, I think Jared, I think, uh, my influence is coming out more for you. Well, uh, I did have, um, I was not hey, proud of myself yesterday. Again, he, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna blow a whistle here. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I remember which one it is. Um, no, not that one. We'll let it play out. You can't hear this, Zach, but no, nope. we have triggers that are super cheesy, like buttons, like j- gong show shit. I was looking for a whistle. Mad money. I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Where the coins fall all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is so annoying, you know. Because like when I walk early in the morning, I listen to Squawk Box, and all I hear is the stupid fucking coins fall falling. Yeah. When I watch the show, can't hear it. You don't pay attention to it. But when it's podcast in my headphones, all I hear is that. So we won't do that. But um, what were we just talking about? We were talking about behavior uh, and how Zach. Would go from one to one hundred miles per hour. At least this is what I um, got out of that last conversation. And he just basically told me that the script has been flipped a little bit with me. Would you agree, oh. Zach? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of, yeah, that was somewhat what I was saying. I just think that it's been interesting, you know, from a, um, a parent influence perspective. You know how we have all gotten pretty close. Um, not just soccer dads, but as friends and how different behaviors have rubbed off <laughs> and, uh, and how we also vacillate between who's angry when, um, thankfully, I think 
um, we've gotten to a situation where nobody's not not one of them, all three of us have been angry at the same time. Um, it kind of you know alternates. I don't Jerry get angry. angry. I'm angry, angry right now. I don't get angry. He, he he's always angry. <laughs> I'm angry right now. I'm I purposely am never at your cough. <laughs> I'm not coughing. I haven't coughed once. Is that your pineapple partner there sitting next to you? <laughs> no, I, I walked away a long time ago. I don't, oh. know. I'm not, I don't know who's coughing. No, I, I'm in. The, I'm actually the, the game's thankfully over now, um, and I'm just standing in the middle of the field. Well, go get them their orange slices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They thankfully stopped doing that a while ago. Why? Why would you? I mean, I, delicious. I mean, as a child, that was one of the best things about the game. Yeah, that's, that was a, the best part. Snacks. All right, so uh, Zach, here, here's your homework assi- assignment yep. because uh, uh, the technology works. Um, we need guest suggestions. Um, okay. We do have uh, soccer mom triggers for our soccer mom guests. Okay. Yeah, no, that wasn't it. You can't hear, but that was a good one. I think it's this one. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's super cheesy, and when you listen to the playback, you'd be like, that was dumb. So, um, think think of names. Uh, Mandy's got to jump on one day here. I think the you know, cu- oh, you know what, guys, couple session. Ooh, I like that idea. Literally, yep. soccer mom, dad, couple session. Yep. Hot tub. Yeah. Um, Does electronics work or in water? I can get a bag. <laughs> you bring Chardonnay. The Chardonnay. Yeah, I think Chardonnay is a requirement. Yeah, for, for the Chardonnaynays. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's that's your homework. Uh, we'll do All that. Right. Think of a walk-up song and um, go find sponsors. Because if we get paid to do that, it'd be way okay. better. Yeah, that'd be a lot better for sure. All right, good. You well, you work for Salesforce, isn't that what you guys do? Sell sell shit. <laughs> we do. Yep. <laughs> All right, sell sponsorships because I mean this thing's gonna be huge. Like Rogan, he he caught wind of this on my Twitter. Page with my 392 followers, and he's he's scared. Well, I hear Alex Jones might be available. Oh my god! Call call that, the that owner dude. of Salesforce. He, he's pretty call awesome. The owner. <laughs> it, yeah. In case you're wondering who it is, Zach, it's the guy whose name is at the bottom of your check. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what he says. I'll give a I'll give a little Benny off a call real quick. See if he's interested. All right. Good. Well, we're gonna let you go. Because we're going to move this thing along, and otherwise I've got too much to edit. Yep. All right, guys. <laughs> Enjoy. Adios. Thanks for the call. See you. See ya. That went well. Easy. Yeah. He wasn't as interesting as Dana, and he's going to be pissed as soon as we say that, but I think he's interesting. I think he's got a <laughs> lot kidding. of points. Um, I don't know if I agree with some of the stuff. Oh, I know. I, okay, so earlier whenever I hit the buttons and then I got sidetracked, I'm like, what was I talking about? Remember at the beginning of this whole process, I said, "It this is, this is full press, high press, meaning keep your mouth in front of the microphone." Because when you start looking around and talking, it's like Doppler effect. It's in and out. Yeah, bingo, right? See, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So we can't do that moving forward. Otherwise, you don't get to cut the sponsorship money. Yeah, we will get sponsorship money. So somebody will pay us to like go away. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It might be City. It might be our kids' uh, program. Uh, I was talking to Beckett on the ride here, and Beckett's like, um, what are you guys going to talk about? I said, I don't know. What do you want us to talk about? He goes, well, I think soccer. And he goes, I'm, he goes, I'm glad it's Jared first. He's funny. And <laughs> I said, is there anything we shouldn't talk about? He goes, yes, our team and our coaches. 
<laughs> I'm like, what are you worried about? I said, I got, I, I got an edit button on here. We can just beep it out. He goes, please don't. And I looked at him, and like his face literally turned pale for about seven seconds. I'm like, we're not going to talk about your team. We'll talk about you guys generically, but it's... Well, uh, their team is so new that we, we couldn't even talk about it with any legitimacy. That's... Uh, that's true. See, That's see you're you're already you're already you're already dipping your toe into the uh, the cesspool of uh, your son will be mad. Um, here, here's what I want to do because we're we're gonna move on real quick. Um, I, you know that I'm 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 a Twitter guy, right? I love Twitter. I troll everybody. Um, huge political fan. And this isn't because of current state of affairs. This was because of 1993, choosing that as my major and then getting a degree in it. I've always loved it. Um, so on Twitter, there are a few people that are not clearly not political figures. They're not news figures. They are just people that take current events and situations and make it fun. And in my opinion, Miss F, have you followed her at all? Uh, Miss Frazzled, it's M R, excuse me, M S underscore Frazzled, F R A Z Z L E D. And her icon name is Miss M R S dot F. She's a teacher, she's a kindergarten teacher. And what she's done is, I, I, I guess she started on TikTok, but what she does is these uh, invisible person conversations with a the, uh, the, theoretical student. And it's all based on our beloved number 45 uh, talking to him about the current events of the day. So I'm going to play this one. Let's, let's just take a listen to it and tell me what you think because... I, I laughed out loud today. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Oh, I'm going to go to the beginning. And we're backwards. Good morning. Good morning, my friend. Come take a seat with me. Here, I'll let you watch ah, it. Okay, give me the Sharpie. You can practice later. No, I will not trade you the documents for the Sharpie. Give me, please. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, we are going to talk about the subpoena. Do you remember what that means? Yep, the subpoena means we go to court and we tell the truth. Yeah, like the social. That's right, friend. Okay, so Truth social. Mm -hmm, it's about the papers. Yep, the papers that you put in the wrong side of your folder. Yeah, that was a sad choice. You put them in the left at home side and not the right back to school side. I know. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not want to invite them to your birthday party. That's fine, but I still can't tell you who told on you, friend. But when we go to court, we might learn more, okay? Yep. Okay, we're going to be on our best behavior. Got it, got it. I can't wait to see it. Let's go get McDonald's. She's okay, you ready? Good morning, good All morning, right. my friend. Come take a seat with me. She's brilliant. And when you watch it, it's hard not to be like, oh, I get it. I get it. It's funny. Admit it. You saw it. You liked it. I didn't like it. You did like it. I did not like it. See, and, you're just going to go like, on record. You're going to go on the recording. No, and because no. the red light's on, you're going to be like, no, no, no. I got no, I, I to no, keep my no. line. Here's what, I, here's what I don't like. That, that's an interpretation. 
<laughs> Which it, part? The that, left that side I, of the folder or the right side of the folder? I would agree with that. Or the that. Sharpie. I would agree with that. Or the McDonald's. What happens if <laughs> the ones that he put in the left side of the folder were declassified? Oh, my goodness. I'm pretty sure the point is none of it was probably put through the proper process to leave, period. Be- because his his thinking ability and wishing it to be doesn't actually make it be. Think about it. Th- let's think about our home lives, right? We walk in, uh, great day at work, good mood, gr- little bourbon. Uh, Delete 35,000 emails. Do all that. And then here comes, you know, K- Kelly walks on. Your wife, Kim, my wife, walks down. And in our own separate worlds, we look at them both, and kids are gone, and twinkle in the eye, and, like, I wish it. I think it. But that doesn't make it true. That's what he did. He grabbed it. He thought it to be true. And we all know how that goes. You just got to make it happen. Yeah. All right. That was our beta uh that was my beta political uh, jab right there, and, and I intended it to be funny. It was funny. It was funny. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed. I'll send uh, you more of hers. Uh, yeah. Actually, just follow her. You're on Twitter. Uh, I don't think I will. <laughs> I think I, here's what we'll do. Actually, I don't want you to go out of your way. I'll just simply tag you on all of her posts, all so right. you'll see them. Fair enough. Fair Therefore, enough. you don't have to do any work. It'll be in your newsfeed. Yep. All right, Jared. Uh, we are. Well into uh, total minutes, it's going to take me a little while to clean this shit up, if it works. But good thing is it's pilot. So those of you that are listening, if you made it this far, uh, you need a life. One, <laughs> two, two. Thank you. It's going to uh, get better. It will get much better, and we'll, and we'll get it down to because this is the longest pee wee game I've ever experienced in my life. It's zero zero still. Uh, so we are. And I'm pretty sure I said it wrong. Um, is it well-being or well-spent? Well-spent. Well-spent. I don't know why I get that. Well-being. What is well-being? Is that... It, it, uh, oh, it's a PT. 45. 45. No. <laughs> You're not 45. Well-spent brewing. Thank you. We will tag you on this. And when you... Get through the first seven, eight seconds, which you won't ever hear this plea. Uh, we appreciate your beer rocks. Uh, highly encourage anybody coming down to Midtown. Check it out. Um, Jared, thanks. Round one in the books. Um, we'll do it again. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Here's the cool thing. You see all these open slots right there? Mm-hmm. That's how many people we can have with us. So we can make this thing bigger. Let's bring some people in. Um, we can even pull a bait and switch. Somebody thinks, oh, let's talk about something cool and then really just get into, you know, locker room bullshit. Yeah. You down with I, that? I'm down. I'm down. I'm down with all this. This is good. Because this is actually like probably standing on a parking garage watching our kids play. This is the same conversation we're having. It's, it's, uh, we, can, we can jump around. Totally. Um, uh, it's it's this is fun. Well, we'll pull some of the other parents in because um, uh, for posterity purposes, I'm sure everybody will will want their opinion put out there uh, in the interworld uh, of 
podcast so that they can prove that they were cool at some point. Because if you're not on social media, if it's not recorded, and if it's not distributed by Spotify or somebody else, do you really exist? You're thinking about it, but you know the answer is no. I don't no, I, I, yeah, I mean, because I think th- I exist, but you're probably right. Yeah, because it's all about legacy. How many times can you answer a question with, you're probably right? I don't know. Like, I hear it all day long. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you do tend to, um, all that fentanyl that's coming across the border... Isn't that you? <laughs> no, I'm just no. That Here we go. Me. I, I do have an idea for a walkout song, and we'll try other ones later. But I think this one works. Let me know what you think. Give us a follow. When I have a page to follow, and appreciate you making it this far. Later. Thank you.